Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Right, everybody, I know it does sound a little different. I am not Chris Mindell, and this is not Joe Black. This is the Reaper. Reaper's coming at you, and we do have a special guest with us today in studio. Emo boy Steven is back, back in action. What's up, Bart? Here we are. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. We're doing this because Steve, uh, not Steve, Chris, it can't be with us today, and we don't have studio time for the weekend, so... We got to do what you got to do. Well, here we are. We're trying to get our product out to you guys. And who knows? Maybe this will spawn off to something else. Maybe we get a weekly update, midweek update, something like that. We could try to see what we can do. Well, we'll work something into it. Sounds good. So, this week in wrestling, the bodies definitely hit the floor. Absolutely. Definitely hit the floor. There was a lot of crunching of bones. A lot of crunching of tables. Oh, Absolutely. Not in the women's NXT War Games match, but, you know, you get it. Yes, absolutely. So, you got anything outside the ring? Um, outside the ring, uh, I think this morning I saw something about Joey Janela. A deleted tweet, possibly. Yeah, know? I saw that too, and I didn't know how to take it because... Did you read the tweet? Yes, I did. So his tweet said something along the lines of, I'm not showing up tonight because I've worked so hard to get booked for 14 years. And then just to have Sean Spears come out and eliminate him like that. Yeah, and I think, if I can quote it correctly, he says something about building up his steam for 14 years. Yeah. So I feel like he may be feeling that he's not being booked the way that he thinks he should be. Um, I don't know if this is a shoot. I don't know if this is a work. I guess we'll have to see tonight what, how this all plays out. Yes, we have a loaded, loaded weeknight tonight of wrestling. Absolutely. I can't NXT wait to watch. should be huge after this weekend. It really should be. Outside the ring, I think the only thing I have is... Oh, Moro? Oh, yeah, Moro. Moro Ronaldo. Okay, so this is... Uh, 
hot button topic as of late. Moro was not on Survivor Series. Nope. Moro was at NXT War Games, and Cole made mention to the fact that he blew out his voice. Now, reports have come out saying that uh, Moro is not going to be at NXT. He's not going to be calling NXT this week. So it's going to be kind of a weird sight in NXT without Morrow being there. Who's going to be on there? Is it going to be? I don't know. Sean? I don't, that's that's, uh, that's some big shoes to fill. I feel like he is the face of that commentary team. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, There's nobody like. else. Him and Nigel. Honestly, I love Beth. If it could just be him and Nigel, I would take it. Yeah. I no. wouldn't be complaining about that. Beth gives a nice touch, though. It does. Yeah. She does. She She does very well on commentary. I'll give She's her that. She's just starting out. Give her some time. Yeah. I'm sure you'll uh, exactly. get a liking to her a little more. Um. And, okay. The New Day. Okay. The New Day is going to be releasing a podcast. Oh, boy. Called Feel the Power. I fuck with the name. And I don't know if this was something planned or if this is something to keep Xavier Woods working. Uh, it's probably something to keep him going. And that's what I, that's what I figured. Yeah. This is just, what, 45 minutes to an hour of just cutting a promo. <laughs> They'll probably be discussing video games and such, though. Oh, yeah. that's huge You, you that. figured that's up, what up, it's going to be. Up, up, down, down. Shout out, up, up, down, down. I really All don't right. care for that show. So are we going to jump straight into In the Ring? We have a lot to catch up on from the weekend. We do. So Smackdown. We... Smackdown, okay. Smackdown. Smackdown started with Charlotte, Sasha, and Rhea. Okay. And... I thought that was going to be the NXT Survivor Series team, mm-hmm. and turns out I was right. But it was interesting to see how all three of them interacted, interacted in the ring. It was really interesting because arguably they are the face for their respective brands. Divisions, yeah. Not even divisions, but brands. Yeah, the women's, women's division in all three brands. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlotte did an incredible job. But Rhea picked up the win, and it gave her every head of steam that she needed to go into the weekend. Rhea killed it this weekend. All three days. All three days. Her and Keith Lee were the two star like standouts oh, we'll get from this Keith week. Lee in that finish on Sunday. Yeah, we will. <laughs> but those were the three big standouts to me. Or those are the two big standouts to me from this weekend. Was Absolutely. Rhea Ripley and Keith Lee? I couldn't because agree Because the way that they went into the weekend, not even just the way they went into Friday. Yeah. And then how they produced during the weekend, even though Keith didn't win on Sunday, which we'll get into, he still came out on top. Yeah. NXT clearly was the better brand of all three this weekend. I think NXT has been the better brand for the last month. The well, build, yes. The build up to this has been insane. They it's have been not nuts. Stopped. And it begs the question what would one have done had they not pulled it? Like, all right, AEW is responsible for all of this. And I'll tell you why. If AEW hadn't become a thing, NXT would not be on the network. Well, it'd still be on the network. It wouldn't be on live television. Okay. That's what you're saying. And NXT would not be on USA. Yeah. It wouldn't be on cable. Yeah. But AEW forced WWE's hand to then get NXT to a place where it needs to be. Yeah, it lit a, a creative fire under Triple H's ass. Basically. That's an un- the understatement of the century. Yeah, that's what it, exactly what it did. And, I mean, he's taken that opportunity, and I think he's catapulted it. Yes, absolutely. He's been an incredible booker. Arguably, he, In the next few years, he's he, taken over the main roster. He could be a better booker than he was a, pro, a, a wrestler. 
And that's saying a lot because he's a damn good wrestler. He was phenomenal in the ring. One of the all-time greats, I would say. Yes, one of the all-time greats. Absolutely. Grapes. One of the all-time greats. Absolutely. <laughs> you hungry? <laughs> a little bit. I haven't eaten anything today. It's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a rough one. Speaking of rough ones. Actually, no. Not that. Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Okay. Now, there's been rumors going around that this new Intercontinental title belt has been, not forced, but it has been unveiled to spike Cody Rhodes. Uh, I don't think so. I really don't agree with that. I think it's uh, WWE finally realizing that they need to revamp what they already have. The old is not the new. The new is the new. You need to get on that new wave, all these different promotions coming out with these new beautiful titles, outlandish, they're elegant. It's um, the old white belt is kind of played out. You need to you need to have the changing of the guard every yeah. few years. I mean, that belt was around for, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was time to get something new. And I would actually like to see a little bit more of that because basically the rest of the titles in uh, WWE right now, they're all the same. It's just the big W. Uh, all, both women's titles. The women's titles the and, the two man, and the two men's titles. Yeah. All the mid-card titles have their own look to them now. I, I think it's also time for the U.S. title to change a bit. Well, you want the spinner back? Uh, no, I don't think that would fit anybody's uh, anybody's gimmick at the moment. But it would be nice to get something new, something fresh, something that uh, can bring some relevance back to maybe that title. Okay. Because I feel like that title has kind of been forgotten. If it, if it hasn't been on Styles, then it hasn't really been that important. Well, did you see what happened on Monday? Yes, I did. Okay, so we'll get into that too. Maybe he can get something custom. Well, just have it as a Mexican? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be... That'd be interesting. That'd be incredibly messed up. Just take the U.S. Yeah, title and make it the Mexican, Mexican title. title. <laughs> Eesh, that'd be rough. that'd be rough. It'd be that's that's not a good look for WWE if they do no, that. No, it is not. Um, just going through SmackDown really quick. Undisputed Era versus New Day and Heavy Machinery. That was a good match. The oh, Undisputed Era is just taking over all three brands. They are the modern day Four Horsemen. People wanted to call like. Just how people said that that the shield was like a modern day, you know, fabulous Freebirds or something like yeah. that. The Undisputed Era is on on paper even mm-hmm. a modern day four horsemen, and Which it's pretty epic to watch. I have no problem with that. Me neither. Absolutely not. If they could hold, I, I could see them holding the titles for a year and nobody would care. Yeah. Everybody be like, "Yep, that makes sense." Everybody is absolutely full blown behind them. Yeah, and um, and they're over. They're, they're over even as heels. It's freaking nuts. And then you look at the main roster. It's Seth Rollins, and he cannot get over anymore. Well, <laughs> that could be why he turned heel. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it's a whole. It's like the old, it's tipping the scale system. You too know what I'm saying? Too late. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Or he could have done it at the right time. Who knows? Mm. Um, I think it was in this match, the Undisputed Era match on, on Friday, I think it was Corey said something along the lines of uh, Sami Zayn swinging heavy artillery like Miles Garrett. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, that shit was messed up. That was really fucked up. Yeah, that, that, that may have crossed the line. I've seen really. some people. Kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too, as a fan. Uh, also, as not a fan of either of those teams, I was like, "This is hilarious." If it was my well, I'm team, a Steelers fan, so if it was my team, I'd have been pissed, mm-hmm. which you should be. Eh, not really, but I, mean, I haven't been pissed off this year in football because right. my Forty ers 
are ten and one, motherfucker. Yes, yes, we get it. It's you been have amazing. One good winning, se- winning season your whole life. It's been amazing. Sudden, Listen, 49ers best franchise in history. Everybody knows that. Debatable. Everybody knows that. Debatable. No. Yes. It's not. Absolutely. Best fan base in history too. Very debatable. We're called the faithful. We don't cheat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's still very, very debatable. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yankees fans, best best fan base. Oh, in here he goes. Baseball season's over. Proceed. No, baseball season hasn't begun yet. That's the difference. That's the difference between you and me. You're like, oh, thank God baseball's over. I'm going when the hell is April 30th starting. <laughs> I want opening day, motherfuckers. That's it. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt. Miz versus Bray Wyatt. I really cannot wait for that fucking uh, that, that, that match. match that storyline is going to be amazing. Just the seeds that they've planted throughout the years. I feel like they're also teasing a uh, Miz Bryan feud again, which I would love to see as well. That's they what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. They uh, they constantly put on a good show whenever they're in the ring yeah. together, and they could build a storyline like no other. And to think that storyline started what nine years ago yeah. with Bryan and NXT. Absolutely, that's nuts. <laughs> and people say that WWE doesn't know how long-term to do long term story. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Corbin Ziggler and Rude versus Reigns, Ali, and Shorty G. All right, Seth turning on uh, Roman. That was interesting at the end of that match. Yeah. And DX. Okay. Now, me personally, I have wanted to see this happen since the original invasion. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks do it on Raw. What was that, two years ago? I think is when they invaded and when they were at the State Center. A year or and a half. Two a year and a half, ago, yeah. yeah. And it didn't happen, which, I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. But yeah. how f- the pop, the roof would have blown off that fucking place if it did. Absolutely. It would have been it would have been nuts. But now we finally got and I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken that was the original invasion truck. Like yes. that was the the original I'm pretty truck. Pretty sure it was, yeah. They brought it out of the WWE archives or whatever you yeah. want to call it. It's probably sitting in Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was probably in Titan Towers. People were just like, "All right, I guess we'll fucking use it." Vince sleeps in it every night. I've been thinking about the old That's days. his first child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's him and Vince's first child. <laughs> But it was interesting to see how NXT did with all this. Because nobody really knew how NXT was going to do. You have NXT faithfuls like you and I, even though we love the AEW as well. Yeah, I'm just a wrestling fan. Exactly. We're just wrestling fans here. Nothing else. It was interesting to see how NXT was able to use that invasion storyline. Also, people are forgetting this all stemmed from people being stuck on an airplane. Yep. That's what's... So fucking crazy about Luck this. Luck of the draw. It's nuts. I really want to know, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this to you on Saturday or Sunday. I really want to know how they would have, quote unquote, invaded or taken over the main roster or if that the sideways roster or whatever you want to call it. Right? Exactly. If the plane situation never happened, what would have happened with the NXT takeover invasion angle? I don't know. I don't know. Me how neither. It's kind that. of. It's kind of interesting. I feel to, like they saw an opportunity, and the the gear started moving up in uh, Hunter's head. And once he saw the opportunity to come in and take that invasion angle when everybody else was stuck in, stuck in Saudi, right? Mm-hmm. It was just perfect timing. You hit them while they're weak, make them angry, and then you keep coming back for more. And every time they came back for more, they came out on top. And yeah, they really NXT did. Had them every time. NXT, I, whether it was Raw or SmackDown. 
it should be noted that incredibly how much of an impact it has on the entire wrestling world that NXT won Survivor Series weekend. I think it's huge. It's incredibly big. And yeah. I don't know if it's exactly getting the 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 just you know the justice that it deserves. I think I think it it it, it is absolutely is. But then they still try pushing us pushing Seth Rollins and shit down our throat. Roman Reigns. Hell Roman won well, because we haven't had that show yet. When, today is Wednesday. Tonight we'll see what happens That's on true. NXT. You have to let it unfold before we make any assumptions. It's very true, very true. Um, I think they're going to do the right here. thing tonight. I think tonight's going to be a huge show for them. They do the right thing every night. Yeah. You know? So, that being said, let's get into... Saturday. War, war games. games. Let's do it. War Games. The women's War Games match. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a great start to the show. That could really be a show stealer. Absolutely, it could. I, be honest, I thought that was better than the the men's match. Really, just me personally. I think the KO debut was incredible, but you're forgetting the fact that it was a four on two. Yeah, you know, it was. Rhea pretty much also had the same odds at at Survivor Series. I think that w- that took place the whole four on two situation, not only of course for the heel turn that we're gonna we're gonna touch on soon, mm-hmm. but I also think that was put into place to help keep putting Rhea Ripley above all else. Yeah, make solidifying her place as the top dog in that division, and I really feel like she's gonna be the one to dethrone Shayna when she's going, and I think that's gonna be coming very soon. I think it is too. Yeah, if not by the next takeover, then definitely before. Yes, I couldn't agree more. If Rhea and Shayna, Rhea and Shayna, regardless, are going to have a championship match at the next takeover. Yes, that's what I think. Now, going into it, whether it's Rhea as the champion or Shayna as a champion, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Because with all this steam behind her, she could. She'll probably win it at. When's the next? The next when's the next takeover? Rumble. Might be, yeah. Rumble, I believe so. Or are they doing? Are they doing? I heard they're doing uh, NXT Takeover on Sundays. Oh, so okay. it would happen before. Excuse me, before like a week or two before. Even if it is Rumble, I feel like that could be the perfect time. Okay, so let's say it's on a Saturday. Still mm-hmm. the Takeover, Ripley wins it Saturday. So now she's put in the place where she needs to be. Now Sunday comes, you have the Women's Royal Rumble. And Shayna enters the picture. And? And her two henchmen. And? and the big R comes there back. There you go. Ronda. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't say that on this show. Rhonda? Oh, 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 oh. My bad. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda uh, Rousey. Um, they actually brought it up. I, was that Sunday night that they were discussing her, right? During the women's uh, the main event match? Yes. yes, yes, yes. I was honestly expecting her to come out at some point. Me too. I thought that was going to be it because they brought her up twice and I was like, okay. So that's kind of like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's going to come out at the end. Somebody's going to win. She's going to come in and she's going to run rough shot over everybody. Yeah. Eye contact, stare down with Shayna. Then uh, the other two are going to come out. And there you go. Your faction is made. Um, now, here's the thing. Do you also have the other three on the other side come out at that time? I, I believe so. Or do you so. build a storyline to try to get them aligned with each other? I think you're going to want to build a storyline. I don't think you want to just throw them together. That's why I think Rumble would be perfect. Because then that Rumble's taking place in January, uh-huh. correct? 
you have you then have about four months to build that up to that four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match. And for Ronda to get her finger back on her, you know, yeah, her, the exactly. top of her finger yeah. back, you know, <laughs> sewed together. But I think that would be the uh, the perfect time for everything to take place is at yeah. the Rumble. It'll give them four months of build. You can even have, let's say, a Bailey and a Sasha stay as a tag team, have them go after uh, what's Jesse M. Duke and Jasmine. Jasmine, excuse me. And uh, Sorry, Sharif. it's my southern roots coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you could have them going at it. Then you could have Shayna. Just and call Becky. them Jesse and Mary. It's just easier that <laughs> way. Then you could have Becky and Shayna going at it, and Charlotte and Ronda. Yeah, it's real easy, and, and I think that the they're starting to. I think they're starting to build towards a friendship between Charlotte and Becky after Monday. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch Raw. I didn't have time to. Neither did I. I was, I was work. working all day Monday and Same all day here. Tuesday, and now we're here at fucking 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Okay. And I saw the last 15 minutes of Raw. That was it. I caught the YouTube show where it says the top 10, so at least I know what happened. Okay. You got the main points down. Exactly. I got everything. All right. I'm a genie. Saturday. Saturday. NXT Um, TakeOver. Well, the the heel turn. Yes. Dakota Kai. So. I think we were all expecting it. I think we all knew it was coming. I don't think we knew that it was going to happen. At that moment, before the match, she even entered the match. Yeah. I thought it was a weird time to have it. I think it was actually perfect. I think it should have happened earlier. What I wanted to happen with the Dakota Kai heel turn was have Dakota as Shayna's fourth partner. That would have been interesting. That would have been, that would have been cool. nuts. You have someone else. Or you even do the four on three that way. Yeah. It would have worked. But I like the way that they did it better. And that's why I'm also not working for WWE. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. I it think makes they did sense. it the way they did because um, leading into the match, they were still able to make it seem as if she was still that big baby yeah. face, still friends with Tegan Knox. So was she the one that attacked Mia? I'm not too I sure. I don't think they have addressed it that yet. I didn't see it. I mean, anything. I guess we'll find out tonight, but they, they haven't addressed the whole Mia Yim being taken out backstage. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be Dakota Kai. But this is going to lead into a nice little feud that they're going to have now. Tegan Knox. Do you think Dakota Tegan Knox still had some issues with her knee? And they, you know, staged the heel turn just to get her no. off television for a little bit? No. And then Mia Yim, have Mia Yim and Dakota Kai go into a story? No. I think Mia, that's where that's going I next. I believe uh, if it does come out that Dakota Kai was the one that went after Mia Yim, I believe that they may have like a rubber match, let's say tonight or next week uh-huh. and during that match you'll get a Tegan Knox run in and she is just going to unload on Dakota Kai she'll be an epic just, baby face yep yeah that'd be dope it's gonna be that'd a nice awesome. build up and it'll probably be a match at another at the next um, takeover yeah. as well hopefully not a kickoff match uh, they better not I, I just be. don't agree with the kickoff matches but it, but you can only fit so many matches okay. into that. Yo, what time did Survivor Series end this this year? It's like 10 30, 11 o'clock tops. That was solid though. It was solid. But you're telling me we couldn't have seen the War Raiders match, you know, that tag match on the main on the main card? Like come on. But that was a little much. 2 hour fucking pre-show dude, that's way too long. Cut that down to an hour. You have two matches. That's 30 minutes of wrestling right there. You only got to do 30 minutes of talking. But most of the kickoff show wasn't even wrestling. They were talking for the first hour. That's exactly what I'm saying. But people want to see that. That's that's where it comes into the whole sports side of it. They're trying to make it sportsy as well. All right. Whatever. You bring some guests on. They do some talking. The analysis of the upcoming matches. What's taking place beforehand. It's all necessary. Whatever helps you sleep at night. It's all about the build up. <laughs> 
Uh, Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest versus Killian Dane. What a where match. the winner will face Adam Cole, baby. What a match. They All three guys put on an absolute show. All three guys did put on a show. And I, looking back on Sunday, I don't agree with the way... Mm, they put on probably the show stealer on Sunday between Pete Dunn and Adam Cole. Okay. But if I was going to have Adam Cole retain the title, I would have put him against Priest. Mm-hmm. Just because I think... You don't want Dunn taking that pinfall. I don't want Dunn taking the pin. But I think he's reached a level where that loss does not affect his character or, or affect where he stands in the company. And you think that a loss on that stage for Damian Priest would? Absolutely. I don't think he solidified his name enough yet. There's a difference between him and Pete Dunne. All right. Pete Dunne has a lot more behind him already. In the WWE. Yes. Which is what counts. Exactly. Yeah. They don't care about whatever you've done before. Yeah, that's true. That's why you come in, you have a new name, new gimmick, new clothes. Look at Shorty G. Feel bad for the guy. <laughs> yeah, listen. Everybody's talking about, oh, Shorty G. They're just, you know, he's first off, he's taking the ball and running with it. Because he has no other choice. I, I dare you to tell me when Shorty G was in everybody's mouth before this, aside from American Alpha. Well, what else did he have, Joe? You know, the glorious whatever. That thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was The glorious garbage. shorties. That, that was garbage. Yeah, it was. That was uh, Vince was McMahon bad. brainchild who was adopted probably. Oh. <laughs> Not wanted. That's sad. <laughs> that's so sad. Um, Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. I heard that Finn was sick going into this. Was he? Yeah. Did, couldn't tell. Me neither. Those those two men can put on a banger every yeah. time they step in the ring. Absolutely. I think Finn's been probably top three for me since I've seen him for the first time when he first came into NXT. Are you talking um, about top three ever or just top three right now? Right now, okay. in my mind. Um, Better not say I, ever. We can go yeah. into the fucking no, hour no, no, about no, no, talking no. about this. No, no, no. It's uh, top three for people I enjoy watching the most in the ring. I mean, he can do it all. It's uh, He's quick. He's elusive. His his strikes are strong. They hit hard. Mm-hmm. Um, he has multiple finishers now. I love that he brought back the nineteen sixteen. I think it's an awesome move. Um, and then you put him up against a guy like Riddle, who is so stiff. He, um, his power is just unreal. I mean, those chops, those kicks, that knee to the head. I yeah, shit on impact. That'd be it. Hershey squirts. Piper baby. Quick Hershey squirts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, and then the final match of the night, the men's war games match. And we don't know, or we didn't know, who the fourth member was going to be. And I really thought it was going to be John Morrison. Oh, so Ever since I. Chris put it in my head, and I'm pretty sure I might have put it through your head that way. I had read it a few other places. Yeah, but Chris was the first one that mentioned it to me. And I was yeah. like, I don't know why I didn't even think of that. That'd be an amazing, amazing surprise for Survivor Series. But like... What is he doing? Drop the ball. I don't know, dude. I heard that he's not signed with the WWE. I heard he is signed with the WWE. I heard a whole bunch of different reports coming out that says that, you know, this and that and this and that, and it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? If he's here, bring him in. Bring yeah, him and in don't already. put him to the main roster. See what he can do. He, we know what we can do. Uh, we, know, we know what Vince is going to do with him. And we already know what he's capable of. Yeah. More than likely, Vince, knowing the way he is, will put him back with the Miz in a storyline. But then now somehow. you look at a weekend like this and you could see that NXT is the superior brand at the moment. Yeah. There's no doubt in our minds that that, that is the case. 
Um, so why not just put him in NXT? Do you it's know not how much the minor leagues, as they say, quote unquote, anymore? No, AEW is minor leagues. Haven't you heard Seth Rollins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy has an issue. He needs to uh, shut his mouth when he's in front of a microphone. See, now here's the thing. I like this new Seth Rollins because it's taking Twitter Seth Rollins into real life. If yeah, he does I think a look, you probably are the only one who likes him. Then I mean, not like him like I'm going to cheer for him. Like him is like I like the character that he's doing now. I hate it. I think he sounds like an imbecile. That's the point. How can you push somebody as your top guy when he's hated by all? And it's not hated in the good way where he's a big heel. He's hated because people legitimately just don't like his character at the moment. Yeah. There's nothing to get behind. There's no substance to it. I think the problem that we have... He's just coming off as an arrogant idiot. That's what he sounds like. I'm starting to realize a problem is that Vince only cared about one person in the shield. And we all know who that is. Roman Reigns. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Roman Reigns. (laughs) Roman Reigns. (laughs) No, but yeah, like it clearly that was the first time I remember Vince listening to the fans. Even though at the moment that third member who is no longer with them is probably doing 20 times better than either of those men are. Yeah, absolutely. No, probably still making the same amount, if not more as well. Absolutely. You know, yeah, it's ridiculous. But it's it's really apparent that that Vince only had one. He only had one hard on for one of those guys. You know what I mean? And then Triple H, he sought out Seth Rollins. Yeah, had a hard-on for the other guy. We get it. <laughs> yeah. And then... They have uh, two different mindsets. You could just tell by the way the guys wrestle, their mm-hmm. look, their gimmick, the way they speak. Because I feel like in Rollins' prime, he, yes. he spoke well on the mic. He can cut a good promo. It's been lacking lately. I think that's because of uh, lack of character. Uh-huh. But I can't remember the last time Roman Reigns ever cut a good promo. I don't think he ever has. Roman Reigns is the type that, first off, for being for being an Hawaii, can't cut a promo for shit. No, your, your it's cousin, actually embarrassing. Your cousin is one of the best on the mic. You can't just ask him for a few pointers. Like seriously, what the fuck. I mean, there's The Rock, obviously, like you just said. Exactly. The Usos who even cut great promos. Yeah. I enjoy them. Rikishi back in the day he used to cut some good promos. Yeah, um, I did it for The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's just garbage on the mic. He really is. But he, he makes up for it in the ring. Like he, When he uses one of six moves? He Okay. John Cena just got his sixth move like two <laughs> years ago. Think about that. That's different, though. It's not. It is. What? Because John Cena can cut a promo? They're basically the same fucking wrestler, except John Cena knows how to cut a promo. He also had a like he had substance to his character. Like Push there was something to, to your face. there was something to get you know get behind. There was something to um, believe in or hate or love. Or with Roman Reigns, this whole I'm the big dog. This is my yard. Like if I see that dog barking on the jumbo drawn one more time, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my head through my TV. Yeah, but that wasn't for Roman Reigns. That was for Corbin. But still, I do agree with you. The dog was horseshit. It's stupid. Yeah, it's, stupid. it's absolutely dumb. His whole character is stupid. Roman Reigns is, is just Vince's mark. That's what it is. Like, Roman Reigns is going to be doing what Vince wants him to do. Seth Rollins is going to be doing what Vince wants him to do because those are his two top guys. Regardless of what you think, those are his top guys. And look at what he does with every, every, every wrestler he takes and makes them his quote-unquote top guy. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening with them? Exactly what we're talking about yeah, right now. Kurt Angle, John Cena. 
run into Roman the ground, Reigns. lack of character, lack of ability to speak on the microphone. Or burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an incredible night. Incredible night for wrestling. Survivor Series. Everybody loves Survivor Series. And now we got an incredible twist on Survivor Series where we have... Actually, I have a question. Do you remember if ECW was also a part of, a part of Survivor Series? Like, what was that, 07, 08? I think there was a team ECW. There was? I believe so. We can check up on that. Oh, look. I get the computer this time. Not Chris. Ha ha. Team E. Whoop. Oops, I spelled it wrong. Three letters I spelled it wrong. Go figure. Uh, this is great. This is riveting. I wrestling think it right says here. right here, 2007. It's looking like there was ECW stars. Or was that still the time that they were doing like uh, Team Cena versus Team Kane and stuff like that? You know what I mean? It might have been. I'm looking into it right now. Team ECW Survivor Series. That is what I looked up, and we'll see if it comes up. I doubt it. Men's NXT. Nope. Nope. I don't think so, actually. I think that was the time when they were still doing Survivor Series as like this one person is going to pick. Yeah, his team, yeah. yeah. Which it's I back when the captains well. were big. I enjoyed that as well. Because now the captains really don't mean shit. Other than that's the best person on your team. And you don't even get to pick your team if you're the captain. They're just... It's just assumed. Yeah, you have the dumbass fox robot picking your fucking captain. It's so <laughs> stupid. Fucking hate that guy. Anyways, moving into the first match of Sunday. Um, well, first off, the Viking... All right, we don't have to do that. The Women's Survivor Series match. <laughs> um, we got... When was that that we got it? On Sunday morning? Saturday? Or was it Friday that we got the War Games? Uh, not the War Games, the Survivor Series team for NXT. No, I think we got them Sunday. Sunday? Sunday uh, it was Sunday morning. So Team NXT turned out to be Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tony Storm, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. Now that's talking about putting your differences aside because all all of them have some type of shit with each other. And I think, um, I believe somebody had stated that before. It was like a promo before the match came up. Um, basically that they were putting all their sh- their differences aside. Yeah. To basically propel the brand as a whole mm-hmm. above the rest and make and it superior. And they fucking worked it. Oh, absolutely. They did amazing. Um, who do you think stood out the most in this match? I'm going to say Ripley again. I mean, how can you not? I'm gonna Candice say, LeRae also shined bright. N- I, see, I, I put Candice LeRae as the third person that shined in that. Okay. Who do you have number one? Well, Rhea. Rhea. But the one that I didn't think anybody expected to see was Bianca. She's always been good. She has, but I don't think anybody, like nobody from Raw or SmackDown knew that. You know what I mean? I think I think knew. this was a really big coming out party for Bianca Belair as well as Rhea Ripley, even more so for Rhea Ripley. But I think Bianca needed this a lot because she was one of the three left. Yeah. You know? Um, I think it definitely helped her, but I also think that she's already been to a level where the world knew about her and knew that what she was about. Um, I'm pretty sure she's already had some NXT Women's Championship matches. Am I correct? Bianca? Yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she okay, has. So she's Against Shayna, too. Yeah. But I think the reason that she never had the opportunity to claim the title was due to the fact that every time that she got to that point, there was always somebody else coming up behind her who had more 
steam behind them and were being granted that bigger push. And in this case, it's happening once again. Yeah. Rhea Ripley coming over from NXT UK. And I think it's only a matter of time until Tony is Tony Storm already full time NXT or is she still at NXT UK? She has not appeared on NXT television. She's I think still it's only NXT a matter UK. of time. She's fucking phenomenal. I don't know how the NXT UK women's division is right now because I do know that Kaylee Ray is the champ. Yeah. Because we saw her obviously on Saturday. Yeah. But it was interesting to see Tony Storm there because obviously Tony was the one that took the title away from Rhea. Yeah. So. But you saw how she spoke about her. She she spoke yeah. about her best friend. They grew up together. Yeah, aren't they, they both Australian? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Hell of an ass. Um. What was interesting was how they did the whole underdog thing, the whole underdog story with with Rhea, with Candice. Like they were put against the eight ball the, the, the entire weekend. And then the two injuries again on, on uh, Sunday for them, which left them uh, handicapped, right? Two injuries, yeah. Two or three? It was two. No, it was two. It was Eo and Candice. Candice. Yeah. And they ended up even coming back out after, and then they got dropped by Sasha. Now, here's my thing. Are Eo, Candice, and Rhea the three survivors? Or is Rhea the three survivors, and the other two just helped her? Well, Candice and Eo were already out of the match. They just... They just but they were never eliminated. It. They were taken out of the match, injured. They, they were, were taken done. out? Yes. So then why, when they came back, whoever said it, I'm pretty sure it was Cole, was like, oh, they haven't been eliminated, blah, 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 as if they were to get back into the match and Rhea was able they to make the They were not back in the match. Well, someone should tell Michael Cole that because he obviously didn't fucking know. Yeah, Vince was probably in his ear calling him a fucking idiot. You dumbass! <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. I would love Vince McMahon. Yo, if Vince McMahon was on Cameo, I'd buy one for my birthday, absolutely, just so he can call me like a shithead or some shit. You know what Going I'm saying? Going back to the four horsewomen very quickly, uh-huh. I think this... Uh, you don't got to go quickly. We can we can talk yeah. all day on that shit. This 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 turn mid-match by Asuka on Charlotte... Is a way to get them to I start together. I think it's going to start bringing... It's going to bring Becky and Charlotte together, I believe. That's what I was saying. And at some point, Becky may drop the title to either Shayna or Ronda, and they'll have the tag titles. Do you think can, he, you think Becky Two Belts isn't going to make a comeback? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, she's had the title. I'm pretty sure I saw it record for breaking 232 right? days. Like longest Raw Women's Champion yeah, of all time. record breaking. That's nuts. Why wouldn't they give her a year? Okay, so th- she's going to hold it till Mania? Lose it at Mania? Yeah. Okay. At least. Dude, dude they gave Pete Dunne the title for over a year. All right. Well deserved. I'll give you that. But you're telling me that that Becky doesn't also deserve the title for that long? Okay, but are you going to put both straps on her? Why not? It's the tag titles. Okay. Unless we just get another storyline like freaking Seth and Braun. (laughs) And they turn on each other? And they turn on each other. Yeah, no, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, me neither. I do want to see the four horsemen come out, and what better way than Mm -hmm. to have the the first two really start to align with each other and then you have the rest of them come out and it'll be incredible <laughs> incredible um aj styles oh first off did you see the heart attack by uh sasha and natalia yeah that was awesome that, that was, was really a dope cool. spot that was a dope and spot then they went for the double submission which was awesome as well yeah and they got it yeah that was awesome 
Uh, AJ Styles versus Roderick Strong and Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah, he needs to drop that title. I'm Shinsuke? Yeah, over it. I think that Shinsuke is going to hold it until Brian's out of a out of a what you call it with with why Bray. why Brian why because they teased it why are why are you going to tease when did they tease it right before Bray attacked Brian remember remember Sammy was with Brian when Bray attacked him that's so hard to say all right so then what you're going to have Brian win the IC title and then you're going to have him feud with the Miz for the IC title for the umpteenth time yeah you're not going to have. Back before the theme came out, the whole thing was that Brian was going to go after the Miz, okay, for the Universal Title, or for the WWE Title, because that's the one that was on at the time. Yeah, but now that the Bre- that the Bre- now that the Fiend is here, and he's Universal Champion, yeah, we're not going to get. I think what WWE is trying to do is trying to have their quote unquote secondary champions, and I'm only calling them quote is because they are the full-time champions on the product. Yeah. Your heavyweight champions are not really on the show every week. Uh, I feel like Bray's starting to get more consistent. Uh, Bray, yeah. is, Bray is way more consistent than Brock, I'll give we you that. But it's red light. Still, we need to get rid of the red light. That's, it needs to go. We'll get there. But it's garbage. Interesting. Like I would love to see, just because how much have those two propelled that title in the past? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially The Miz. I mean, you, you can't think of the Miz and not think of the IC title. I mean, you can't think of the IC title and not think of Jericho. And that's what WWE is trying to get away from. <laughs> Which I love. I love that they're starting to kind of take a look in on themselves. You know what I mean? They're like, all right, what do we have to do to get the best product out? And I think Hunter knows how to do that incredibly well. Yep. Vince needs to Vince step down soon. Still thinks it's the eighties, mm-hmm. like Jim Cornette with his freaking fried chicken line. Yeah, which was incredibly insensitive. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't chuckle when I first heard it. You're telling me you're not? No. Nah. Come on, dude. It was a funny joke. He's if a, he's a fucking idiot, he is a dumbass because he also used something along those lines in the eighties. So what makes you think that you're going to be able to do it now? Especially now. Especially now. Wrong time. Especially when you got it's three R's at the end of your... Do you know time. that power? Er, er, er. Yeah. <laughs> Just because... I mean, I wouldn't want to get into 50 cents money anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, I don't want this smoke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. So, yeah, that was a great match. Now that we're going back to AJ Styles, Roderick Strong, mm-hmm. and Shinsuke. Uh, Strong won, which was big. Very mm-hmm. big. Because now the best mid-card but title. Typical, but typical UE. It wasn't a clean win. Yeah, I'll I, give you that. But I loved it. But I Yeah, loved who it. does That's who they are. That's how they get it done. I still say that AJ Styles had the best backup. Okay. Like going into the match, AJ Styles' backup was better than either one of them. Anyone. In the club. Yes. Okay. Because I put the club cool against the UE. But that would have been cool to see if there was a run-in from uh, UE or the club themselves. But then who runs in for Nakamura? Sammy. <laughs> He's not wrestling, though, apparently. Not yet. He needs to get, get away from there. that. He needs to get he away from He needs to go back that. to wrestling. You know what he needs to do? Put, put on the mask again. There you go. We need El Generico. Bring back El Generico. That would be fucking nuts. That the, would get a pop. That would get a pop on NXT. <clears throat> I don't think it. I don't think it'd get as much of a pop as it would. No, I on think the it would get a pop on the main roster as you, well, dude. You got to think, 
anybody that's younger than us, if they're not crazy wrestling fans, they're not going to know who El Generico is. Well, they just he just actually released some merch. Yeah, there was El the Sammy versus yeah. Generico thing. So I, I, dude, even looking at that merch, you're still not going to know who El Generico is. It could start is. being a tease. It could be absolutely. And he released his own merch as El Generico too. That's what was funny. That's <laughs> not WWE Shop.com. No, that was Pro Wrestling Tees. Was it really? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know that. That's, I saw it. Yeah. Vince <laughs> is not too. Oh, that's why he's not wrestling. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Now for the blue title red light match that mm-hmm. we all know of, we all know and love, Bray Wyatt and the uh, and Daniel Bryan. I'm not going to say I called the match going this way. I did not think Brian was going to get as much offense as he did. I think that match was a lot better than the Bray Wyatt-Seth Rollins match. Either one of them. Okay. Only because it started to make Bray look a little human, which I didn't really like, but he popped out of everything. Like, he, he got back on it no matter what. Not as quick as he was against Seth, though. That's true. They were going to a two-count. He he wasn't getting up right away. He wasn't no-selling yeah. everything, also, which was progress. But we also need to get rid of this red light. I, I get that he's this, uh, like, demonic character. Yeah, creature. Demonic character. But we've had those before. You've had Kane. You've had The Undertaker. How many times has Kane wrestled under a red light? I don't think ever. I don't think ever. Yeah. The only time Kane's red light has come on when he walks to the ring. Yeah. When the fire The last comes. time I think we had a red light was, what, the boogeyman? And that was for entrances? He didn't yeah. wrestle in it. No, Kane, dude. Yes, Kane's entrances. Okay, but I'm saying. Before that, yeah, boogeyman. That's Kane, it. Kane was. I don't think we've ever had a red light match. Other Kane than was the created Bray Wyatt before, shit. before the boogeyman. That's yes. why I was saying boogeyman came after. Okay, I'll give you that. Yes, Kane stuck around longer, obviously. But he was created before the Boogeyman was created. Yep. And I it's am just. The boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> we do not need this red light for the matches. Use it for his entrances. Great. It, it helps bring in that whole aspect, gets the crowd in that mindset that he's this demonic character. Bro, if you're going to okay, really fuck awesome. with the crowd, just do the whole light thing during the entire match. Just way nobody can fucking see it. <laughs> Why not? You, you clearly don't want people to watch your match. You just want people to complain about this dumb red light. Like, That's it. If he holds a title for the next year, you're gonna tell me I need to I need to watch him every movie that he makes under this stupid red light. I also don't like how it's like. Remember when the Undertaker used to make surprises? Yes. Sometimes the light would just go black. Yeah. And then the bell would ring, and then the lights come up and he's in the ring. Yeah. With Bray, as soon as those lights turn out, you know Bray's coming. Yeah. Well, fuck, once you get out. <laughs> That's like Kofi signing the 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 contract. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to sign it. Wait, I heard music. Like, no. Put the pen <laughs> to the paper. Make it official. Why wouldn't you? This is dumb. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why they're doing this whole thing with, with Bray Wyatt. and the. I, don't get me wrong. I love how they're taking down the lights, yeah. making this whole grand scheme of things, and the lights moving back and forth and all that I can get behind. But this whole, like, we're going to slowly drop the lights. When, it, when he did it on Finn for the first time ever, everybody was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And Vince saw it, and Vince was like, all right, we're going to do that every fucking time now. Which is dumb. It's stupid. So fucking dumb. When you overuse something, it, it takes away from the meaning of it. 
Yeah. It's outplayed. It's overplayed now. Yeah. Look at Roman Reigns in the Shield. Look at Roman Reigns any other time. Yeah. <laughs> a- another one. Look at Seth Rollins in the Shield. Look at Seth Rollins at any other time, other than when he turned on the Shield. That was probably the highlight of his career. The turn? Yeah. No, the highlight of his career was his highlights. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else. Um, oh, I skipped over one. That's my bad. Another one, quite possibly, match of the night. Pete Dunn versus Adam Cole. Bay Bay for the NXT title match. Hold on a second. We uh we didn't we didn't finish touching up on that NXT uh War Games match the men's had. Okay. We began talking about it. We didn't. Finish. Oh, and then we just kind of skipped right over it. Yeah, yeah. Let's right. let's revert back to that for uh, we'll go a back. hot second. Yes, the KO pop, huge. I thought that was amazing. I thought. I, I, I'm a firm believer that he's heading back there for a permanent uh, permanent stay in NXT. He but should, I, but the way that Monday night looked, it looked like he is now going to be the locker room leader. For Raw? Yeah. Uh, I want him in NXT. But my main reason I mean, for wanting to the, go back the to the AOP match thing? With Rollins? Yeah. Yeah. Like that made it seem like two things. Either one, we're going to get a Shield 3.0. Or two, not 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 interested. Everybody's just—I mean, everybody has just given up on on Seth. Yeah, but what were you saying about war games? Um, that finish. Yeah, that finish was, uh, which is actually the reason why we played that song. It, all the bodies hit the floor. That was insane. All the bodies hit the floor. I thought Jeff Hardy doing a fucking swanton off the top of a steel cage was nuts. That was even crazier. Now I thought what, Adam Cole was dead. What would have been even more crazy is if he had hit a Panama Destroyer. That would have been wild. Wow. That would have been dang- even probably even more dangerous. I think the than- only reason they didn't do that is because they're like, listen, Tomasa's neck, not that, not that good. Not that good. He's, it, it doesn't matter whose neck it was. That move off there through two tables, that, that risk, yeah, that's too true. high. Now, like when uh, Cole did it with Gargano. Yeah. They kind of just threw themselves off and went through the table. I think that was kind of like a test run almost because now this time. To see if Tommaso could take it. <laughs> Cole was getting put through the table with Tommaso fall, falling full force on top of his ribs. Yeah. This, this guy, Adam Cole, had his ribs crunched from both sides. I do not understand how he is walking. I don't understand how his ribs were not broken. It, it did not make sense to me. I think he had a good nurse that night. Speaking of his nurse. A doctor? Uh, oh, maybe a doctor. Oh, maybe he was in the care of a doctor. A dental doctor? Well, she does good oral. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There was uh, Mauro name dropped. First and last name. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. And I looked at you on Saturday night, and I was like, what the fuck did he just do? Mm-hmm. And then I heard Triple H in an interview say something along the lines of, I felt bad for her. Putting her in that predicament. Putting her in that predicament. As Absolutely. opposed to, like, if, if it was just a camera shot that one of the guys got, he didn't even know who she was. Which, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody knows. That sounds knows. like bullshit. That sounds like complete bullshit to me. If you're telling me you are working for a wrestling company, you're a wrestling fan. And if you're yeah. a wrestling fan, 
and you're working for a wrestling company, you more than likely know what's going on in the indie scene. Unless you're Eric Bischoff. True. <laughs> true, 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 um, But yeah, it was, I, I that almost stole the show. That one little tiny camera shot almost I don't stole, think the it stole the show. To me, no. just because it's like, yo, this is not good for no. Anybody. It was it was a little bit of a pop moment. You're kind of like, holy shit, did they just do that? Did they just show her? Did they just they name have drop shown her? her before, but they never blatantly name dropped her. And it was also funny. The last time they showed her was her sitting almost directly next to Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, that was so funny. But I'm pretty sure that might have been before the creation of AEW. No, I think it was before Dynamite. I know that, but it might have been around the time it was SummerSlam. It was the last war. It was the last takeover. Okay, yeah. So she wasn't. It wasn't Dynamite. Was she Dynamite was not. Yes, she was okay. Hundred percent. But I digress. I still thought it was awesome. Yeah, Just no, breaking it was the cool. fourth wall. Well, she didn't really break the fourth wall. Yeah, she didn't really. She didn't do anything, Joe. She was looking into the ring. Exactly. Breaking the fourth wall enough. No, not even close. All right, there we go. There you go. And we're And we're back. <laughs> Fucking mic off. All right, there you go. Uh, the Men's Survivor Series match. Um, oh, we got to get to the Men's Survivor Series team first. Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ch- I don't even know how to say his name anymore. Ciampa. There we go. Uh, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Damian Priest, and Walter. thought Walter was an interesting pick for them. I don't know why they went with Walter. Uh, they probably wanted to get a little bit of NXT UK in there. And also, he uh, he's a big he's a big star for them right now. I, th- I think they have uh, quite a bit planned for him in his future. He's also the face oh, He's going to be the main UK. roster in the future. He's gonna, he will be, mark my words, he will be a Raw or SmackDown jobber. Jobber? Eventually, yeah. That's what I think. No. I don't think they will utilize him to his full potential once Vince sees him. I think they absolutely will. Really? Absolutely. What makes you say so? Um, not only his talent, the presence mm-hmm. he brings, the, his ability to now lead a faction. I think that whole faction may end up coming over at, at one point together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't really need to speak on the mic as much as he has to because of the kind of character he is. He's silent, but he's fucking deadly. Yeah. He really is. I mean, he could he can go with the best of them and he's a big fucking boy. He he's almost like Keith Lee, you know what I mean? Like thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking thick boy nation out here. Uh I just I don't think that he's I don't think he's done a lot in Vince's eyes, right? Obviously everything goes past Vince. So they're was a reason why Walter was the first one eliminated from NXT. Correct? Okay, I guess. You know what I mean? There's a reason why it was Damian Priest, Matt Riddle. Was Damian Priest on that? Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee. There was a reason why neither of those were eliminated first. It's because Vince sees those people as being way higher than Walter. I don't think Vince had a say in that. You don't? No. You don't think Vince had a say in when people were going to get eliminated? Uh, nope. Mm. Not from not from that team. Maybe from the two main roster teams, but not from NXT. Because I think that all factors into the storylines that they're going to continue to keep pushing in NXT. All right, so you know what? Let's go over storylines. Okay? Okay. What storylines do you see coming out of this weekend? 
this weekend. Well, hmm. do you want to finish on the Survivor Series match first Let's before we get into storylines? Yeah. So this Survivor Series match was uh, incredible. Yeah. We had so many great confrontations. And there was, first off, Riddle versus Shorty G. I didn't know I wanted that match. Yeah. But after seeing that confrontation, that would be a crazy storyline to go into. Uh, I don't think so. Why not? No. Did you see the way that they wrestled each other? Matt Riddle's bigger and better than that. Well, no shit. It'd be a waste of his time. Of his time? It'd You're telling a, me that wouldn't be a perfect way to introduce him into the main roster? Not at all. I still, beat, I know I still beat, have to stop no. calling it the main roster, but beating, it's just way easier to say. Beating Shorty G does nothing for his career. Shorty G is nothing but a jobber. But it introduces moment. him. There's so many better ways to introduce him. I don't know, dude. It's a great wrestling match, is what I'm saying. Like, okay, you, you got that great wrestling college match. wrestling. You know what you, I mean? You got it this weekend. That's all you need. You don't need that five times. Oh, so then you don't want uh, Braun and Keith Lee to go at it either? That's a different story. I don't think it is. It absolutely is. You can't compare a person like Braun Strowman to a guy like Shorty G, who's a jobber. Braun Strowman is one of the faces of the company. Uh-huh. He is somebody that is used in the main event scene constantly. I'll give you that. Shorty G is nothing. He's been bounced around. His gimmick's been changed. That's exactly why I'm saying, why wouldn't you have that as because the first beating, thing Matt Riddle does when he comes in Because beating him here. does nothing for his career. Even if Keith Lee goes into a feud with Braun Strowman and loses in a five-star fucking match, it's still, it's still that loss does not affect him in a negative way. It could actually still be a positive way. It can help project him into the main event title scene right. because now he can bang with the big boys. Riddle beating Shorty G is nothing. It's nothing. Interesting. I'll give you that. I, you know, I think Riddle losing to Balor on Saturday did more for him than him going into a storyline for a month and a half. All right, take away the storyline. We just get one dope wrestling match between the two of them, okay, and that's, that's his cool. first day that's on fine. SmackDown cool. or whatever. Cool. And that, then he gets fine. propelled into a storyline. With but what I'm else. saying is he can You can't have a storyline with Shorty G pushed out for a month, month and a half going into a pay-per-view. I'll give that's you that. Stupid. I'll give you that. I'll take it back. It gets nowhere. I'll admit when I was wrong. That's a kickoff show, and Matt Riddle should not be on the kickoff show. I'll admit when I was wrong. I was wrong. But if you have him in a five-star match, you can have him and Shorty G in a five-star match. That's what I'm trying to say. If uh, you have, you have the both of them match. accentuate their wrestling backgrounds, it'll be a great match. We saw but a preview Riddle, for it. But Riddle would overpower him in every sense of the way. I mean, yeah, we he know that. He could not keep up with him. Whether it was a traditional quote-unquote wrestling match, as you say, Riddle's going to beat him. All right. There's All really right. no competition you know, there. All right, I'll give you that. There's no competition. Eliminations. These elimina- Some of these eliminations were nuts because they're all confrontations that I would want to see. Hit me with them. Uh, no, not that one. We'll go one at a time. Reigns, McIntyre, obviously. <clears throat> Ciampa and Orton. That wasn't an elimination, but Ciampa and Orton. I said that on Sunday to I know, you. I know. That I was waiting for that encounter. I know. I think that would be a storyline mm-hmm. when Ciampa makes it to the main roster. All right. I think it. you could put anybody into a storyline with Randy Orton that has that kind of character that Ciampa may have, that kind of bad boy look, the guy that could, could bang, who, the guy who wants to use the weapons, get outside the ring, mm-hmm. bang it out in the last man standing match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Orton can do that. Orton's got that vicious side to him. He's got that uh, demonic side to him where he wants to rip your head off. Speaking, so does of, Ciampa. speaking of demons... Someone who knows how to uh, eliminate demons, in a sense. Damian Priest. What okay. do you think about Damian Priest and Randy Orton's storyline? 
That'd be incredible. I think that'd be fun. I'll be honest with you. I would. I'm not saying I'd want to see that more than Orton Champa, mm-hmm. but Orton Priest would be a definitely a good consolation prize. Okay. Just. I also think Priest has a North American title coming his way pretty soon. Against Roddy, one on one, possibly. Yeah. I think. Who do you think is losing a title first out of those four? Hmm. Unpopular opinion. I think it's Adam Cole. Yeah. Right. Because he's good. He's got to go up to the main roster. I, I mean, I hate to keep calling it the main roster. But so do I. It's just so up. much easier, though, right? Yeah, he it's has nuts. to go up sooner than later. I mean, he's had his time. They're shining. But do you think, hang on, do you think he goes as a member of the Undisputed Era? Do you think They're all of them go up them. as once? If they break them up. It's so dumb. It would be the biggest mistake I yeah. think Vince has made in 25 years. Absolutely. Next biggest, letting go Cody Rhodes. But we digress. <laughs> <laughs> or just not using him to his full potential. But, you know. We'll get past it. Rollins and Ciampa is another one I would love to see. Keith Lee against anybody. Keith Lee, that man. First off, I just want to point this out. Keith Lee is doing everything for the... How do I want to put this nicely? For the... For the big men. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) He's doing everything for large, thick gentlemen... That we need. He is our savior. He is the leader of Thick Boy Nation. No, he's not. Yes, he... Who? Burt Kreischer. (laughs) Burt Kreischer. Shout out the machine. Yep. That machine. Have you you seen a picture of him lately? He looks good. He lost Lost mad weight. weight. Mad weight. Yeah, good for him. Um, Yeah, Keith Lee is just... I would love to see anybody go against him. Anybody. Especially Braun. I would have loved to have uh, seen him win the match. Yes, I would have loved to see him win the match as well. I mean, the whole uh, stare down after that range was given him, the nodding of the head constantly, trying to get the crowd to get behind him, but nobody wants to get behind Roman. You have to admit, though, it was a, it was a well-deserved and well-timed show of respect. Absolutely, but Vince should have just let him have his moment. If you get let Keith Lee win that match for his team, and then look like Roman's going to turn it's base, heel? It's, no, not even. No, hang on. Listen, if you have Keith Lee win that match and be the sole survivor of, of, of Survivor Series, and then you, you still have, have Roman. sign of respect afterwards. No, I know that. You have Roman pop up as if like he's going to fuck him up and then start shaking his head and give him a handshake or a pound or bow or whatever you want to do. That was literally, if that would have taken place, that's like strapping a rocket to Keith Lee's back. And he's got the rocket already to the, strapped to him, bro. But, no. Who do you think's got a bigger ne- rocket, that Rhea brought- or Keith Lee? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh Rhea right now. Sometimes I just don't think before I talk. And it's probably Rhea, bad. But no, if you would have given him that victory, I get, yeah, he's being pushed hard right now, but that would have taken it to the next level. I mean, he, he, he would have been a top, a top guy immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And one other, this was an actual elimination. But he needs to work on his mic skills. Yeah, because you could oh, tell, remember that whole, he stared into the distance? Yeah. And he just did, he looked like he was just reading an entire yeah. script, uh-huh. like on a teleprompter. Like, I, I've, I've done that before, and you can tell when people's eyes are moving, yeah. and it just looked like, and if he didn't read it off a teleprompter, he definitely memorized it. Yeah. Because you just, you don't do that. But that's always not entirely up to the actual um, wrestler themselves. That's true. That also comes down from the top. Um, one 
elimination that took place that I didn't know that I wanted a storyline between the two of them until it actually happened okay. was Drew and Walter. That'd be cool. That'd be incredible because you have, and I want it to happen on NXT UK. Just massive fucking chops all yeah. day. Yo, did you hear Randy, uh, uh, Drew's chops on Randy from Monday? Yeah. <sighs> Brutal. And this might sound weird, but this is what I thought. Randy chopped him with the left, right? Yeah. Randy's right-handed, isn't he? Yes. Okay. So just we, just so we were getting that squared away. Yeah. Randy clearly didn't put everything he needed into it. Yeah, I found that kind of odd as well because I watched that clip. and Many uh, times. Yeah. I wanted to hear the echo so many I times. I was kind of like, why is he uh, chopping with his left? He could just turn the other way and hit Yeah, it right. made no sense. And uh, he really wasn't getting much sound, but I don't know if that was to uh, like play up to the effect of McIntyre's chops or whether... He just maybe his hands hurting. Something's going on. I don't know. And or he's just a lazy boy. You, do you remember? You're gonna re- remember my reaction to this. Um, Nigel McGuinness had a mm, we'll call it a a slip up. Ah, it's not a slip up as as much as it is an me, adjustment. Me and you being assholes and taking it differently. Uh, Nigel McGuinness said, and I quote, and I quote. Keith Lee has black and gold in his blood. <laughs> now, mm, to me, little insensitive. A little bit. But I thought it was people... I thought you were going to when he brought up, when he was talking about NXT, and he actually said NXT, NXT UK. UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to bring that up. Okay. I thought this was way more worse than that. I mean, it all depends on the mind that's listening Listen, to it. Listen, my, my mind went to Blood Diamond. <laughs> that's immediately what my mind went for. There's something wrong with you. Oh, there's a lot wrong with you me. Need some Everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I have a lot of shit wrong with me. Yes, we see that. We hear that. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. We know. That's why we're going to shut off the mic. Bye-bye. Yeah. We could do this all day long. We okay. can. And we're back. Can't wait till we get in Studio C with you so I can just shut the shit out of you. Oh, that's a little violent. It's all right. I'm a violent man. I'll put you through this fucking table. This table will not break and it will hurt a lot. Actually, me going through it probably would. Yeah. Okay. I think this, this freaking board would break first before the table broke. <laughs> um, two more matches. I forgot we had two more matches to go through before the end of the night. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio for the WWE title. No holds barred. Fucking loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I really did think, and I said this on the show, I thought that Ray was going to pull it off. I'm so upset he didn't. I The one thing I loved the most about it was WWE on Fox's Twitter. Did you see what they Throwing put on Twitter? The towel. Throwing the towel? We don't do that yeah. here. That was <laughs> hilarious, man. That's like the second or third time I feel like WWE on Fox's Twitter is taking shots shot yeah. at AEW. 100%. They're not playing fucking games out here. No, they're not. TNT, step up your game. Yeah, dude. Get on Twitter. Fox is on this shit. They got a robot, cuz. Get on the twatter, bitch. Yeah, start twatting some shit. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> Dominic. Uh, I thought he looked fucking awesome. Uh, Dominic will be wrestling by WrestleMania. If not, he's going to be I a surprise entrant. I think he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. You think? But that's just me. You think? Yeah, absolutely. Has he signed a contract yet, or do you think he's just coming out to help his dad? He's been at the Performance Center, and I don't think they would they would allow him to perform in the ring if he wasn't under some type of contract. Liability and insurance issues. Bro, him, he was in the ring for when Eddie was there still. 
Yeah. Think about it. You he think was he a, was? He was, a he was under contract. They literally had a match over <laughs> the, the, the custody of Dominic of yeah. match. That was hilarious. I love that thing. Oh, uh, man. Brock wins. Shut I mean, we all saw it coming. I didn't want to see it coming, but we all knew it was going to happen. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't expect Brock to win. I thought he would have brought out some. I was just happy they didn't abuse artillery of Kane Velasquez again and bring him out. I'm happy it was solely Dominic. I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah. I think he looked great, too. That double 619 and then him off the top ropes. I wish he knew how to actually do a frog splash as opposed to just whatever he did, like the Usos. You know what I mean? You know how the Usos don't bring their legs down? Yeah. Or their legs up and their hands down? Yeah. They kind of just, like, put their hands at their sides and then, ha. You know what I mean? He probably also was not thinking. This kid is what? He's younger than both of us, correct? Yeah, yeah. That kid's got to be no more than 21. Yeah, he probably had so many nerves running through him. He was not thinking about anything. He was running on pure instinct and adrenaline. Dude, if I got to that top rope and my dad was like, yo, frog splash, I'll do one after you, I'd be like, "Uh, Hershey squirts. (laughs) That's it right there. (laughs) Um, And the last match of the night. Uh, anything else you got on Brock? Um, not really. Just he needs to drop the title. All right, I agree. He needs to drop it. It's it's so over. We've Universal. had. I've seen people say that Brock Lesnar is the most defining person of this decade in wrestling, which, unfortunately, I tend to agree with. And it's only because of the impact he's had on the entire wrestling world. Um, has it really been positive, though? It hasn't. Yeah. But I'm saying he's the most defined character of the decade. Yeah, this whole Because whatever he thing. did in WWE completely turned wrestling on its head. What if he just switches brands? Again? No. Oh, not no. brands. Come on, dude. What if he switches promotions? This A Brock to AEW? Imagine. No, I think Brock would go to New Japan before he went to AEW. He's 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 wrestled in New New Japan before. He's been the I know uh, IWGP champion. I know he has. He's one so of when uh, you go back. a handful. Brock Lesnar versus Tanahashi. Mm. Brock Lesnar versus Okada. Okada, yeah, that'd be incredible. Brock Lesnar versus oh fuck, who's the guy? Switchblade. No. Brock Lesnar versus Haku. That wasn't the one I was looking for, but that's just the first one that came to my mind. You think you're talking about Bad Luck Fale? No, club. I'm talking about Haku. <laughs> but he's he can't put on a banger with Brock Lesnar right no, now. I don't, know. I don't even know if he still old. wrestles. Um, <clears throat> who did who did Jericho face in the last Wrestle Kingdom? Was it Tanahashi? Uh, no, wasn't it Naito? Naito, there you go. Naito. That, that was when the well. Painmaker debuted. Yeah, yeah. That would be a, that'd be a dope match. That'd be cool. But there are so many more matches that he can do in, in AEW. Yeah. I don't think he'd go to AEW though. Who? Brock. Yeah, no, no, he's not leaving. No. Nobody's ever going to pay him as much as Vince does. No, that's one of Vince's. Although, boys. if there were to be one person, I'd think it'd be Tony Khan. Yeah, but I don't think any of those EVPs want Brock Lesnar in that company. They're no. not looking for somebody who's going to be part time. But the PP does. The P, the Prez. Who's that? Tony. He doesn't want Brock Lesnar. You don't know that. I doubt it. I mean, I don't know that either. <laughs> um, all right, last match of the night. And uh, before we go on to that, what? one more thing outside the ring. Did you see that uh, Twitter uh, interaction between Braun Strowman and Luchasaurus? No. Um, so Braun, uh, somebody tweeted something to Braun Strowman, and then he was laughing about something that happened on AEW, and he basically said something along the lines of, 
um, he's just a dummy in a dragon mask or something uh-huh. like that. And uh, Luchasaurus commented back. He was like, yeah, I haven't heard uh, the dragon mask joke since I fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> Not even if there was a fire. Uh, last match of the night, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler versus Bailey. Super hyped up. Didn't disappointed. Yeah, disappointed. Yeah, 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 disappointed. Yeah, underwhelming. I like the way that it ended. Uh, I thought the ending of the match was one way to not get the crowd to boo it. I guess. You know what I mean? So you're going to have Shayna win. Let her let her stand tall. And if you're going to have Shayna win, let her beat Bailey for it, as opposed to your best fucking women wrestler right now. Well, she didn't pin Becky. That's what I'm saying. She pinned, she pinned Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, which is fine. Exactly. If you're going to have her win, have her pin Bailey. Yeah, I well, agree she did. with that. And I, I agree with for Bailey, man. I feel bad for her. Yeah, nobody's taking this heel turn very well. And uh, listen, I love Bailey. I feel like she's just not getting the opportunity to shine like she wants to. I feel like there's somebody behind the scenes just controlling her like a little puppet. Hello, puppet. <laughs> Hello, puppet. Um. All right. That was everything for Survivor Series. What are your thoughts on the uh, on the show? On Survivor Series itself overall? Yeah. I thought it was honestly both shows this weekend were great, I think. I thought Survivor Series was very satisfying. NXT War Games was out of this world. And uh, I'm excited for what tonight brings. Me too. Going back to um, Bailey once more. I think. Do you notice that she doesn't wear the thing around her neck? I mean, she doesn't wear it around her waist. The belt? The belt. Yeah. Just because the AE dub, the way I the new Bailey is. I don't is. think that's because of that. I think it could be. I don't think so. I think it could be. I think that's just some bullshit wrestling fan conspiracy theory. Yeah, me too. But this one's for Chris. Whoops. Look at that booty, show me the booty, give me the booty, I want the booty, back up the booty, I need the booty, I like the booty, oh what a booty, shaking that booty, I saw the booty, I want the booty, Lord what a booty, bring on the booty, give up the booty, loving the booty, round booty, down for the booty, I want the booty, hunting the booty, chasing the booty, casing. Alright, that's enough. Yes. That was just for you, bro. Way more than enough. Sorry, Chris. Exactly. We had to talk about Bailey, we can't talk about Bailey on this show and not play the booty song. <laughs> He's done it so many times, I kind of have to do it now. Bunch of hornballs. Yep, we are. What are you going to do? Um, Monday Night Raw. Now, I didn't watch any of it. We I dis- got the basis of it. We discussed it a little bit in the beginning. We did. But let's get into the town hall. Okay. Did you see the town hall? Nope. Was it at the end? Is that what you're talking about? With Rollins in the black suit? Mm. I thought that was in the middle of the show. Yeah, no, I missed that then. Okay. I missed that. So Seth Rollins decided to come out and have every Raw superstar surround the ring. Then he decided to lean into everybody as to how you didn't show up. You guys dropped the ball. Everybody this, everybody that. And he pointed to Randy. What happened, Randy? Blah, blah, blah. Randy left. Yeah, walk away, Randy. Then he pointed to, who was the next one? Was it Ricochet? Yes, it was Ricochet. Ricochet, what'd you do? Nothing. Something like that. Ricochet walked away. Pointed to Ray. Ray, you were supposed to bring the title back. What happened? Nothing. Ray walked away. Then eventually, 
everybody walked out, and it was just Seth Rollins in the ring. So, that being said, what happened at the end? He had a match mm-hmm. with Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think it was a, a finish in the match. Basically, it finished when AOP mm-hmm. came out, and they came out in their suits, and they basically cornered both men mm-hmm. in separate corners. And after one slap from Kevin Owens to, I don't know if it was Akam or Rizar, can't even tell him apart. I still don't know who don't they really are care. Um, It's AOP at this point. Yeah, That's it. the other one about face, and they both attacked Kevin Owens. Um, I don't know if this is Seth Rollins aligning with them. It Are you considering this as Seth Rollins' heel turn? Absolutely. Why? Because um, they didn't beat him up? Um, they're definitely heels. AOP. AOP. Yeah, uh-huh. they're established heels. I'm going to go with that. And then also, he's been this giant baby face for a long time. He's been being pushed like that. Uh-huh. And over the last month to two months, you could, you could see that it's not working. It's failing. It's come to, it came to its peak when he won the Universal title. And since then, it's just been a downhill spiral nonstop. Um, so I think he needs this to try to revamp his character, get some more heat behind him, get moving forward. But this also has a disappointing aspect to it for me because um, – I was kind of hoping AOP was going to go back down to NXT and they were going to be Finn Balor's stable mates. And that was going to be his muscle to help push him into the NXT title. That'd be, that'd be interesting. So I'm kind of upset that they're wasting it with Rollins. Um, I think Rollins could go heel on his own, but just like they did when he was with the authority, he has to go in with giant men behind him. So that's fine. If he wants to do it like that, let him do it like that. But, um, I really couldn't care for him at this point right now. Seth Rollins? Yeah. Seth Rollins needs to be in a faction. I think that's the only way that Seth Rollins does well, is when he's with other people. He can excel as an individual as well. If it wasn't for shitty booking. Yeah. I mean, the faction can be behind him. I, not necessarily him being part of a tag team, I, I say. But um, be the leader of the faction, then be an individual first as well. Uh-huh. Kind of like a Chris Jericho. I guess you want to say All right. what he is right now for the inner circle. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's nowhere near what Jericho is right now. I don't no, want no, you guys no, no, thinking no. that I'm comparing and contrasting. Well, you are stupid, but, you know, that not now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um, yeah, no, I think that was a nice turn. But also this now leaves me questioning whether KO is actually going NXT or not. Um, I hope it is. What if KO goes NXT and now he teams up with Balor and that'd uh, be nuts. They go after AOP and Champa. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. That'd be I cool. Champa was the one that eliminated him. Yeah, so makes sense. All right, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens tonight. Did you hear Enzo and Big Cass on Jericho's S- podcast? Still have not listened to it. I need to. You need to listen to it. Is it good? It's good. I found out that Enzo More. Smokes hella weed. So maybe on the way home. <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, it was just fucking hilarious. Them go- talking about, you know, Enzo's Survivor Series stunt. Remember mm-hmm. that last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, did they touch on his uh, one night stint at MSG for working for ROH? Yes, they did, actually. And they made it a point to say that Big Cass had never worked MSG. Really? Ever. Big Cass, heavy New Yorker. Yeah. Has found out in the episode he has season tickets to the Rangers and the Knicks. Does he? Yeah. 
I need to get in touch with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need some William. Tickets. William, hit us up, please. Yeah, 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 please. <laughs> Once uh, you're all better and done with rehab, he's out of rehab. No, he's still rehabbing at the DDP center. Okay, if you want to be technical, he is rehabbing some shit, but he's not in a rehab. That is his rehab. All right, we're not going to get technical in this episode. It's just going to take it, too that long. is technical. Sure, is sure, sure, sure. Cool, 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 cool. It's okay to be wrong, Joe. I'm never wrong. Everybody knows uh, that. 50% of the time you are wrong. 60% of the time it works. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you guys get a chance, listen to that because that was a pretty pretty incredible episode. It gives you a little bit of uh, insight. insight into the company that people might not normally know Did of. you see, uh, by the way, speaking of ROH, did you see those text messages that were released by uh, Joey Mercury? Yes, I did. That was nuts. Yep. So he'll be back in WWE soon. <laughs> uh, Flip Gordon will be in AEW very soon. Yeah. Also, Marty Skrull contract coming up with ROH on, I think it's... I think it's the 27th. Uh, no. Is that's, it today? That's today. You sure? No, it's not today. It's, is it um, December then? It is when the same day, it is Ring of Honor's final battle. Oh, that's in and January? That is going to be, let's see, right here. December thirteenth, twenty nineteen. It is. It is in the. the it is in the same city, I believe that, AW is going to be present in. So do you think Marty Scurll pulls off a, a Hardy Boys WrestleMania thirty three type thing? I believe so. Ooh. Um, okay. Selected. That's a scoop. He selected, to have his match on first, that night. He selected. Yes. He, so he's booking ROH now? He booked his own match. Oh. And he was given that. Villain Enterprises still tag champs over there? Trio I'm champs? I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. But he selected a tag match instead of a singles match. Oh, he's going to walk out. He's going to be tagging with Flip Gordon. Oh. And they're going to be going against Bandito and one other I don't know who that is. luchador who, I don't know who I'm not is. too sure. I don't know. You don't know who Bandito is? I don't think so. He's excellent. It's actually a shame that he signed with ROH because I feel like that company is on a steady decline. It's like Killer Cross. Didn't Killer Cross sign with ROH too? No, he was with Impact. I don't think he signed with anybody now. Really? I think he's still just independent. Watch him. He's good. Watch him be NXT. Watch him. You want to know why? Because Scarlett just signed. Yeah. He's not going to go to the other side. Scarlett got her first uh, taste of television last week too. Did she? Yeah. I didn't remember that. Oh, no, two weeks ago when Bailey attacked everybody. I didn't notice. Candace was laying on the floor outside, and Hunter came up, and Cand- you know, Scarlet was right over Candace, like, you know, oh my God, what's happening? I didn't even see that. I know it was a little tiny thing that they're putting in there, but I fucking noticed. I'm a smart bro. But is she actually? Are they going to have her uh, be a, a singles female wrestler? Or are they going to bring him in, and she's just going to be a manager? Because I feel like she's better for the role of a manager. She's got I don't the looks s- for a manager. I, don't I agree s- with that. Yeah, and I don't see her as a uh, dominant force. Not yet. Well, especially I, when you have people like Shayna. I don't think she's going to be wrestling when Shayna's still on the on I the don't guard. think she could keep up with half of the women's division. I'll be honest. I've never seen her wrestler. I've just seen very, very, very hot pictures of her. That's it. Once again, Hornball. It's my name. Reaper. Yeah. Reaper Hornball. <laughs> Reaper Hornball. Please, please. Mr. Hornball was my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Anything else we got to get to? I'm trying to think. If we got AEW and NXT tonight. Which one are you going to watch first? Well, uh, we're going out tonight, so which one are you going to watch first after? 
probably NXT because it's on the network. I don't have DVR. It's so. not on the network. It'll be on the network tomorrow. Exactly. So I'm, if tomorrow we're going to be out night. tonight, I'm not going to be able to watch it That's until true. tomorrow. Oh, um, shit. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Correct. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for having me again. Appreciate it. Uh, this is the beginning of the takeover. No pun intended. I'm, Steven uh, is our NXT right now. Yeah. But like NXT 2010, he's still working game no, shows I, I and stuff like NXT that. NXT 2019, superior <laughs> to all. Titus O'Neil is still uh, running around the ring with a keg in his hand. Oh, boy, Joe. And that's the point that you're at right now. Okay, Husky and Harris me, over here. And me, I'm, I'll take it. That means I turn <laughs> into The Fiend one day? Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Reaper, Husky, Fiend. That's the way my <laughs> career's going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. Good times. But, yeah, I'll definitely check out NXT. I want to see uh, how they uh, follow up with such a big weekend. Yeah. Um, I feel like there should be a a big um, pop right at the beginning. There'd mm-hmm. probably be, like, a little bit of a celebration scene. And then I feel like after that, they're going to move forward with setting up the new storylines for the next couple months. Exactly. And I don't think they should cool. invade anymore. Oh, I don't. Invasion's I don't, done. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any more invasions. I did see that NXT superstars and raw superstars were booked for for friday night smackdown and i did not like it at all really for this upcoming friday no for last friday oh okay uh but that's fine no no no. for this friday that's my bad i thought today was friday to be honest it's been a rough one it's been a rough one but i got a five-day weekend coming up good for you let's get it must be nice get it i'll be at work all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we'll take this one out properly (laughs) as if chris was still here I am the Reaper, Joe Black. And I am Steven. We'll get you a good name eventually. I don't need one. I am who I am. I don't know if it'll happen. <laughs> it might uh, might happen one day. Yeah. It Maybe might. if I start coming more consistently. All right. Peace. Have a good one. Sons of Slam podcast.